Pickaxe. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're a podcast listener, and this is a podcast ad. Reach great listeners like yourself with podcast advertising from Lips and Ads. Choose from hundreds of top podcasts offering host endorsements, or run a reproduced ad like this one across thousands of shows to reach your target audience with Lips and Ads. Go to lipsandads.com now. That's L I B S Y N ads.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Triforce Podcast. Hello. Featuring Lewis Brindley Hi. from the Yogscast. Also, Pyrian Flax. Of his house. From the Yogscast. Yeah. And Hello. your host, Sips, host. King of the North. <laughs> what? Of the Yogscast. <laughs> You're not King of the North. What's up? My house will not bow down to you. You Listen, took I, Lannister I, gold, you piece of shit. I, I, I was disappointed to hear that people were disappointed with the latest season of Game of Thrones because I thought it was excellent. I thought it was pretty good. Like, a lot of people have gripes about it, apparently. I have gripes about it. I don't want to be one of those guys, but I I, I do it's, have gripes about it. It's too late. You're, you're that guy now. You've got gripes. I mean, I we know. don't want to spoil it because it's still, like, pretty fresh and stuff. I but. mean, it's still it's still game of thrones right it's, st- it's yeah. still game of thrones i'm ne- i'm never going to complain about a show like game of thrones too much but if you think about the great seasons that there have been that had some great moments and stuff but what made game of thrones great was that they didn't squeeze all the cool stuff into as few episodes as as that yeah like i think that was one issue there was there was less character and like if you think about think about the episode think about the series where aria and the hound were just making their way and how many seasons that took and all the people they met and the interesting interactions and the conversations they had and you got to know the characters and all that yeah and then when he has that fight with brienne of tarth there's like a lot on the line and you know that's a whole season's worth of travel for those two characters to come to that moment yeah and it, you know you, there's a lot on the line whereas in this one it was like right uh in one episode we have to go and march north to find the army and then one of you's going to run back, and then we're going to send a raven to the other end of the country, and then they're going to fly back on a dragon. It's just like, it's it's a bit much. They squeezed it all in, and I felt like in in, in doing that, they lost a bit of the flavor. It was exciting, and I enjoyed it. It was not what it what, what a normal Game of Thrones series was like. Too much squeezed into too little time. That, that's I feel like my there's beef. two things at play here, though, and I think I think part of it is the, the series is winding down. Like, next, next season is the last. So they have to skip some of the some of the stuff to get to like the the conclusion sort of thing right like they so they sort of do have to squeeze it all in because it runs the risk of just running on too long. It'll get too long in the tooth sort of thing. I like think everyone has had this chat with everyone they know. Anyone who has watched Game of Thrones has had this exact chat we're having, yeah. and we can ch- chat about it for the next hour, and I refuse to have it again. I'm putting, right. a, fo- putting a foot right in this conversation, right, right in the mouth of this conversation, okay. saying, I don't want to hear about fucking Game of Thrones. I'm I, sick I, of I it. I hope you have a really good fucking topic to discuss following <laughs> this. And I, I don't have I'm going to wager that you don't. Prepared. You're going to just I talk about dicks and balls prepared. for the next hour. All right, here's a question. Like, I was just thinking when we were talking about being north and south and stuff, right? No, I think like 
you, you who's further north right right now? Is it me or you, Pflax? Right, I just looked this up on Google Maps while you were chatting. I think it's me. It is. It is you. Yeah. Fractionally, yeah. only fractionally. Right, like so. For example, which is further west though, Bristol or Edinburgh? Well, that's a good one. Let me think about the shape yeah, of the country. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? Because, because I, I, I would have like, said Bristol, but I'm sure it's Edinburgh. It is. It is Edinburgh, right. obviously. Yeah, like stuff like this. Like, like, this, like, there's a lot of things like that that are weird, aren't there? That, that, for example, like I think the east coast of America. If you go directly south, you go into like the Pacific. You just cut. Off, you don't even. It doesn't go through Brazil. Do you know what I mean? It just goes into. Like, you mean the Atlantic? Um, no. Well, you, you go to the Atlantic first, then you go through like the the bay, and then you go. I don't think you ever get to the Pacific from the east coast of America. Sorry, what, by going directly south. Yeah, I think you do though. I think that's one of those things. So you're telling about me if maps, I'm in New York, right? and I head due south, I'm going to hit the Pacific before I hit Brazil. Well, I think so. Yeah. How do I like, get to I the Pacific without <laughs> going around Brazil and Argentina? I don't think you hit Brazil because it's di- if you go directly south from New York, you go through Cuba, through Colombia, and then like out into the Pacific. You don't actually hit Brazil. I don't even think you hit Colombia directly south from New York. Is though. that the Pacific though? Is my question to you? Is is that the Pacific on the east coast on the, of Brazil? Brazil. On the west coast, you don't. You said east. You go. You go from the east coast of America. I'm listening. Yeah. I'm listening. From New did, York. Did we really stop talking about Game of Thrones yes, for this? Yes, we did. Okay. Yes, we did. All right. Right. I'm just so you, you you're in New York, right? You yeah. just want to say I was right. Like I you go you directly south. south yeah. Right. I'm gonna hit. And then you go Cuba, Cuba, Dominican Republic, the Caribbean Sea, Colombia. Yeah. How am I gonna get to the Pacific? Keep going south. Oh, you mean if. In a, like, all right, I'm, I'm, I mean, I've hit the coast at this point. Well, I mean, you could like go along land I've, now. I'm beached, so now I'm on <laughs> land. I see, so I'm getting out of the boat. I'm, I'm portaging through Colombia, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> through Peru. A lot of portage, probably the greatest portage in history. It's a long portage, and yeah. then I'm out. I'm out in the South Pacific. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Yeah, so you never hit Brazil. Um, all I'm saying is, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you don't hit Brazil. But, Brazil's but, much but further. But like when you think about it as a, as a geography thing, it's like you don't think that Edinburgh is is west of Bristol, right? You True. just think it's kind of up there, maybe east quite a lot. You think it's so, and the same thing with the the you know North America and South America. You think they're above each other, right? But they're not. You know, even New York, which is pretty far east, is never gonna hit Brazil. And Brazil fucking sticks out into the whole country. Here's another one for you, Lewis. If you took, on, if you like took Norway, these, if you right? took Norway, took the very southern tip of Norway, and you took the very top northern part of Norway and tipped it up, like, say, you're pivoting on the southern point of Norway, and then dropped Norway down again, it, nor, uh, northern Norway would be in Tunisia. Wow. Wow, that's really far. So Norway's massive. It is. The size but of... equally, it, Europe just ain't that big. Okay. It's pretty tiny. Europe is small. It's a small place. I mean, you can fly from the United Kingdom pretty much anywhere in Europe in like two hours. No problem. Yeah. You could probably fly across Texas would probably take an hour. I mean, that's... That's how big <sighs> Texas is. You could, fit, you could fit three suns inside Texas. If you took the sun, three of them would fit inside Texas. How about that? What are you talking about? That, that doesn't make any sense at all. You could fit 17 Jupiters inside... <laughs> <laughs> the Rockefeller Plaza in New York. That's how big America is. It's that big. It's it's massive. Jeez, that's, that sounds that's a amazing. Really big country. Yeah. What is what is the wettest city in the UK? 
P flex. Whichever whichever one I'm in, because all the all the ladies are, are uh, dripping nice. dripping wet. Wherever yeah. I go, I bring the wet. That's nice. I like that. It's 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 Glasgow. Oh, it's Glasgow. The Tartanians of Glasgow <laughs> struggling with the rain. How how many acres does you know Spaghetti Junction? Yeah. Um, Where what is that? How many? I've heard of it's it, but big, what is it specifically? It's the huge, huge road junction near Birmingham, wherever, where the big motorways right. cross. Yes, it's like the massive one. It's, it's very famous. Yeah. How how many acres does it does it cover? Ah, uh, fifty. Oh, it's close. That's thir- thirty. Oh, that's quite close. <laughs> I'm giving you England geography quizzes. All right. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> this is what we've resorted to. I know. What's what's Britain's most easterly town, P Flax? Oh, hmm? Britain's most easterly. Britain's most easterly town. Is it town. Hugh Town? What's that? What's that? It's uh, it's an island. There's, there's, or is it Old Grimsby? It's on the Isle of Scilly. The Isle of Scilly is west for a start. I said oh, you east. said east. It... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm looking west. Uh, east. We're getting confused. Is it Lowestoft? It is. You got Google Maps up now, and you're like panning around. <laughs> you have. I... <laughs> <laughs> it's just evening it up. All right, here's, a, here's, a, here's an interesting You're thing. Cheating. Here's an interesting thing. Okay, first of all, first of all, this is a two-parter. Number one, having played so much Hearts of Iron, I can't look at a map of the world anymore without thinking that's going to be hell to invade. Like when you said Brazil, I was thinking, oh, you have to wade through all those jungles, and I'm trying to identify where these sort of points that you would capture would be in Hearts of Iron. But second, right, of in all, order to make them capitulate, exactly, you've become some sort of strange. World War II era general. <laughs> I've just stuck pouring there. over a map and with a cigar and a little sort of yeah, tumbler of it's whiskey. Terrible. It's terrible. Saying, "Oh no, no, we should make the landing at Ostend. Yes, much better. Planes, <laughs> mm, Dunkirk." Anyway, I was in Bruges a few years back, which is a beautiful city uh, in, in Belgium, and it used to be like the hub port of Europe. For a good reason. You've got the UK right there. You've got the Netherlands right there. Obviously, Scandinavia, you know, they're, they're coming around as well. So it's like a huge, huge port. And the, the, the whole port silted up. So it didn't work anymore. Like, you couldn't fucking get anywhere. And, it, and the, the, the town, as a result, has sort of frozen in time. When you go there, there's a lot of very old medieval buildings and it, not much development has taken place there. And now it's like a tourist town, whereas it used to be like this hub of business. Mm. And I'm thinking, what city in the world could could that happen to in the modern day where that could that big one change one simple change the harbor silted up something like that that resulted in that that domino effect so what city do we think that's a major city now some something could change that would change it and no one would care about it anymore? well ship, shipping has changed dramatically though because of the, the, the scale of things you know it used to be a lot of small ships right? that required a lot of people to yep. get all their carts and go down and grab it and so you needed a big population center of men there on the on hand to offload and load the ships quickly right whereas now because it's all done by machines all of the shipping has been taken around the corner yeah and so like for example there's these ports in bristol around the corner where you can see all the massive ships offloading tons and tons and tons of shit yeah and you've never heard the names of these places you don't know what they are and it, the world has completely shifted right. so I, I don't so, know so, right but that that assumes that we're talking about shipping again uh, right mm. so think of think of cities now that are the equivalent the modern equivalent to Bruges, right? Like, what what is the modern equivalent to to that? Would probably be finance, right? Would be would be one, right? So, like what would change? London, like, for instance, yeah. London at the moment is this huge financial capital of Europe. I don't want to get into politics. Let's just say, post Brexit, it's possible that a lot of those financial institutions would leave. What would that make London look like? What what changes would that affect? Hmm. 
I think we're too dumb for this kind of question, yeah. people. It's an interesting one, though, isn't it? But fortunately, we have on the phone from the London School of Economics. We do, uh, Professor. No, of course, we don't. Sipsonia. <laughs> Professor Sipsonia, your thoughts? Uh, <laughs> what are you guys talking about? I zoned yeah. out big time. You, you zoned out. <laughs> Sips. Um, I'm just browsing the net. Sorry. I've got a question for you, right? <laughs> what? Name name seven of uh, name the seven Channel Islands. Can you do it? Um, there's seven? Fuck, do you live in them? Well, I live on one of them. Fuck me. There's Name seven? five then. Okay. Well, there's Jersey, of course. Well done. Guernsey. Mm-hmm. Alderney. Correct. Sark. Yeah. Um, those are the only ones I know. There's three more. But they're smaller. There's Herm. Oh, of course, Herm. I forgot about Herm. I always How forget about Herm. How could you? Um, Jethu. Jethu. Good old right. Jethu. Yeah, good old Jethu, yeah. And? And Brehekyu. Right, of course, Brehekyu, Bre- yeah. God, fuck. <laughs> I always forget about Brehekyu. Yeah, no, um, I, 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 I'm familiar with Herm. I just forgot about it. Uh, but uh, I, I'll be honest, I'd never heard of Brehekyu or Jethu. Like, I didn't realize they were places. I've been to Sark before. What's that And like? there are no cars there at all. Like uh, when you get off the boat, the um, like the little like port or the dock is like kind of far away from like the the little town, which has like five houses in it. One one of them is like a tea room, and a tractor a tractor comes down to pick you up with like a trailer, and you sit on the trailer and it takes you up the hill, or, or you can just walk it if you want. But yeah, there's lots of like bike riding and stuff, and there's no not. There's no tarmac. It's all dirt roads and you stuff. You know what that question? That question reminds me of University Challenge. Who's the, there's a season of it. It's just sort of recently started again. It, they've now made it interminably long for some reason. So University Challenge is every every team has like eight chances to go through to the seventeenth round and all this kind of stuff. But nice. Have you noticed that one of the there, there are some consistent question sort of groups that they ask. Like if you wanted to to bone up <laughs> uh, for University Challenge, <laughs> you you would study. Uh, classical music, because obviously classical music, knowing about it means you're clever, right? That's the one thing we know about the people that, that make University Challenge. The Departement of France, that's a major one. They're always banging on about the Departement of France. Yeah, and what the Euro- fuck is European that? rivers. Well, France is divided up into different departments, which is basically like counties, right? Yeah, so right. you've got like, to know all the different like, ones. And- like provinces or states, it's kind of like the same thing. Yeah. They have like... They have their own sort of... It's kind um, of like advanced geography. You know, simple geography is learn the capitals. Right. That's the kind of questions you get on Pointless. You know, yeah, exactly. what's the capital of France? Um, uh, well, I'm pretty Berlin? sure it's not Dijon. Yeah. And uh, 90% sure it's not Marseille. I'm, I'm going to go with nice. Paris. It, it is Paris. It is Paris. Well done. Yes, well done. And now a question mm. for our eggheads. What is the capital of England? <laughs> I do like that no, show. It's, Sometimes, but University Challenge, it's a different... It's a, I've not watched it in a year. I'm sure it still goes. But oh, it's great. Wow, those qu- the questions are were always so Insanely, so hard. insanely hard. Insanely hard. But they were always hard because they were a little bit pretentious. It was like, which opera did Tristan and Isolde comp- play to play dual roles in the 1968 adaptation of the book of the same name? Exactly. And it's like... It's like... <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, and they, they know it instantly. What's the point of knowing some of this stuff, though? I don't know. They, well, that, that, that's my question. They're just interested in the subject matter, but, like, does it... I don't know. Forsyth? <laughs> Forsyth? Forsyth? Twickenham. Twickenham Technical College. <laughs> <laughs> my question is this, right? These guys on this show, generally speaking, they're all young kids, right? They're all, like, 19, 18, 19, 20. How the fuck have they found time 
to A, study their subject, like some of them are mathematicians, physicists, you know, it's English and all the rest of it, and also know all the rivers of Europe, all the Department of France, the history of prime ministers going back, you know, to the, to the, the you know, Pippi like Younger and all that kind yeah. of stuff, yeah. and well, all the kings and queens and who they married and all this. How do they figure, how do they remember all that man, shit? Man, when you're 18 and 19, like, if you're not going out and stuff, all you got is time. Like, you don't have any fucking responsibilities. You just, yeah, like, live at your parents' house. Yeah, but in the world where Dota house. and World of Warcraft... There's so much and, else well, to not do, everybody yeah. plays video games, though. Like, some of these what? guys probably just sit around and fucking read encyclopedias or whatever, I, I bet guess. you there aren't fucking questions, you know, which Overwatch character, you know, there's, there's, there's it's not that kind of stuff. Like, if if the if the opposing team has picked Tidehunter, which what character should you pick to counter him? <laughs> it's like, yeah. Lovitz, Jersey Island. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> I don't know, but I know all of the rivers in Zimbabwe. So can I answer that? <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I don't know. Oh fuck. So no, Sark is like a, a classic no car zone. I think it, it makes itself known as that, though, right? The yeah. island. Well, it used to and, be. Um, it used to be governed by the Barclay brothers, um, and then they had like a falling out. Uh, there was like a vote. I think people were done with them, and then they they sort of like held like a local election to you know elect somebody else to be the. I don't even know what it is of Sark. Like it's not the mayor or like the governor. It's just like whatever. It's like somebody who's like in charge of Sark, I guess. And and they lost, so they were just like. All right, well, peace. We're we're pulling out all of our investments and everything from this place, and fuck you all. And they left. Mm. I think they still have like a big house there, but they just like they were they got really salty about it. So you know that you know you know here's a, here's something for you. They haven't done Google Street View in Saudi Arabia. What you can't do Google Street View. It's just not there. What what do you, what do you mean? Is is it just a matter of time to go round? I mean, Saudi Arabia is quite a big, quite a success. Isn't it like the biggest? most successful economy in the Middle East or something. It's Maybe they big... won't allow them. Maybe they're like, no, you'll know where all our post offices are. Yeah. Well, I don't think they allow women to drive, do they? Maybe all the Google car drivers are women. Maybe. Maybe yeah. that's what it Maybe is. Maybe they're like, yeah, sorry, no, you can't take any pictures. Only men are allowed to take pictures in this country and <laughs> drive as well. No robots. So. <laughs> robot Robot could be a woman, could be a lady yeah, robot. Yeah, exactly. You never know. I find it I find it really weird that, that cars are banned, but tractors are okay. They need they need tractors to do their um No, but they just use stuff. them like cars. Like fucking if the tractor comes and picks you up, it might as well be a fucking bus. Yeah. I mean it's a little bit like it's a little bit like one of these things where they're like, cars are allowed, but three wheeled car, but but or but Land Rovers, they're not cars. Trucks are also fine. Buses fine. <laughs> cars are very specifically banned, though. It's like, what? Yeah. Well, I think like I think I think it makes sense because they're using the tractors to do agricultural stuff, and then on the rare occasion where a boat full of people does arrive, they just say, "Jimmy, take the tractor down there and pick them up, and then get back to harvest in the corner, whatever it is that the tractor does." Like you know 99% of the time sort of thing. Here's the thing, if you if I mean Sark is Sark obviously uh it's a car-free zone and all the people that live on Sark are cool with that. Who are we yeah. to tell them they're wrong, you know? Well, Maybe it's a not very having small cars place. is nice. Right? You yeah, wouldn't a need a car, it's super small. I feel like the the Channel Islands are already a bit like of an isolated kind of holiday kind of idea. Yeah, yeah. But on the Channel Islands you have even more isolated ones, right? So I think the I I think Herm probably I mean the the name sounds like 
it's a hermit, right? It sounds no, a like hermit's prob- really small, though. Like, really, yeah, really exactly. small. Yeah, exactly. With no one there, yeah. except a, maybe a hermit, you know? Hey, is that where it comes from? I don't know, maybe. Like, I don't know. I have, I have to look it up. But, but man, like, it sounds like, it sounds like something that's... I, I think people want to... T- tourists want uh, an escape, an unspoiled paradise that they can, you know, escape to. And yeah. I think that, you know, if Sark want to kind of promote that and get their tourists... <laughs> stuff going they the whole no cars thing is like a little bit of a gimmick yeah but i don't know it's, it's kind of instantly like shattered the kind of like you, you'd think it would be nice and peaceful right if i wanted to go on a nice peaceful holiday the last thing i wanted to be about picked up picked up my fucking great big smoking tractor i mean on, if, if you fucking, went to sark for two weeks you know i get this tranquil robo over there and I'm like, yeah oh i'm all relaxed it's like hey my friend welcome to <laughs> the fucking sark get on the back of the tractor <laughs> we're gonna go up and do some fucking donuts around the top of the island. Yeah, I think your vision of Sark is 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 coloured by your necessity to be chauffeur driven everywhere. Apparently, a tractor. Yeah, I, I demand some kind of a stretch vehicle, well, preferably always... in a limo. <laughs> he does he won't go anywhere that isn't like an Uber service that he can just get picked up right where he is and taken to where he needs to be. Yeah, like the other day we were we were sat in the office and Deliveroo um, wasn't working, and I was like, oh, how, "How do we get food?" It's a travesty. How, yeah. how do we get food to the office? And then I was like, "Oh, then I realized you could just pretty much order takeaway from anywhere." Uh, yeah, and they actually directly, incredibly, yeah. like the the way that they've done it for it's weird, like how automatic decades, you, yeah. you things become but uber man i do i do like uber i've, I've got to admit it, it's it's changed there's a bristol version of uber which is I've there been using, which is they won't better, have yeah. it in bournemouth i went back to bournemouth at the weekend well they they'll probably get their own one bournemouth uber no they uber. They, they won't have it <clears throat> the cab company won't have it they're like nope and the, the council obviously you know bowed to their demands and said all right we won't have uber so there's no uber in bournemouth. yeah it's only a matter of time though before something comes along because it's so it's so efficient it's it's good in a sense because it stops a lot of waste and waiting yeah, around. Yeah, I guess it know. does. I mean, it's got its downsides. I know one of the problems that they have is that, I asked an Uber driver this, when you want to, if you want to become an Uber driver, your car cannot be more than three years old. So you need to have a mm. new car. Most people can't mm. afford that. I mean, I'm not being funny, but if you're working as an Uber driver, you probably haven't got the money to buy a brand new car, right? No. So they get the but car through Uber. they don't get paid Uber. very much. Right, but they, and they get the car through Uber. So you get the car financed through Uber and then basically you're tied to them because obviously you have to make these car loans. So a lot of them, I'm not saying it's like indentured slavery because you, you opt in, you, you know, you, you know the, what you're getting into. But then I think they sub- subsequently realize just how many Uber drivers there are out there. I mean, if I got an Uber right now, there'd be one here in four minutes. Yeah, just, This isn't an area where you'd expect there to be a ton of people waiting for an uber but they're they're fucking everywhere they're absolutely everywhere how how does it work in big places like london because like i I watched a show one time and they were saying that to be a cab driver in london to to like pass the exam or whatever is like one of the hardest things to do because the roads are so fucking the knowledge like it's it's not just knowing the roads you need to know the optimal route yeah yeah and you need to also be aware of like roadworks and diversions yeah. and all that kind of shit like i mean you'd need to know that anywhere but in london especially it's such a big sort of bowl of spaghetti the roads are just yeah, all yeah, over the place crazy. aren't they it's so crazy like, it's very tough but i mean uh, for an uber driver you just have your sat nav oh, right. although it went wrong the, uh, we, we got an uber back a couple of months ago from central london and the guy was taking us it was a route like what well, you know i've driven that area a lot so i, I know london pretty well for driving 
And this guy's driving, I'm like, well, this isn't the route I would have taken, but it's okay, it's late at night, I'm guessing, you know, it'll be quiet either way. And I start to notice, I'm like, this is not the right way, like, I'm pretty sure this isn't the right way. And then we're coming up to a junction, I'm like, right, if he goes right here, this is actually fine. If he goes left, he's gone well wrong, and he went left, and he just dropped, just pulled down this really quiet road, and he was like, here you go. <laughs> so like, this is not our address, like, we gave you the address. And he looked at his sat-nav and just sort of smiled at us embarrassed and just drove off again. So I don't know what the fuck had happened, but he put in completely the wrong address and has taken us down this super dark road. I was expecting to turn around with a pistol at any minute and say, give me, give me your jewellery, but... Give up the goods. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, he just, just fucking took us completely the wrong way. It was bizarre. So even with the sat-nav, they don't know what they're doing. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, like... Oh God! Yeah, we went to London recently, and we we didn't. We I I wanted to like take an Uber at one point because it would would have just been easier. But then you can you can so easily flag down a cab in London because they're everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And we just got we just got in one, and then you know we just just did that. So I don't know. Maybe I was doing my bit for London London cabbies. There the, the the chance of a conversation in a black cab these days. It used to be all about politics and football. Now. Number one thing they'll do is complain about Uber drivers. Yeah, well, like, actually, we had a couple. Go, Thanks for taking a black cab, mate. Really appreciate these fucking Uber drivers. <laughs> yeah, ruining it for everyone. I tell you what, you think you want to use Uber? Let me tell you, got some horror stories about it, mate. And they start telling you all about how dreadful Uber are. And oh man, we avoided all conversation because every time we got into a black cab, my daughter would just have a fucking meltdown and scream the whole way. So wow. like, we didn't right. we didn't have to talk to them at all. And like, all the drivers seemed like kind of okay with it but not really at the same time like you can tell it was like really like um like if we if we had to go like one one minute further than where we were going like that would have been it he would have just dropped us off where we were and Get out. told us to fuck Get off sort out. of thing. yeah yeah it's pretty funny oh crap i'm reading about for some reason what happens is you know when you're on wikipedia you click on stuff and i'm now reading about operation huckerback which happened during the second world war oh invasion right, of jersey where basically Channel Lines got invaded by the Germans, right, and 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 captured as Sips Sips knows, right, and um, I was there when this, it happened. Yeah, dark times. You, what? <laughs> uh, and so the idea was to like assess the situation, right, by sending in some commandos to like the small island and like chatting to people, right. Um, and so they that bad weather obviously put off like them doing it, but eventually ten guys. Landed on Herm um, and tried to find <laughs> tried to find anyone left on the island, but they basically explored the whole island. There was no one there. <laughs> it says the caretaker of Belvoir House was aware of people on the island, but had locked the door. <laughs> so the one guy, yeah, was like, yeah, there. they got like a custodian like on Herm, don't they? There's one person lives there that looks after it, and he's. Probably a hermit. Yeah. Do you remember uh, there was that job advertised a few years ago that they advertised as the dream job? And it was to be um, the sort of, not the manager, but the overseer, like the park ranger for this island. I think it was in New Zealand. It might have been Australia. And it's just like a stunning, natural wonderland, just beautiful. And you had to apply for the job. You had to, you know, give your credibility for, you know, you were going to look after it. You were a real outdoorsy type. You were understood nature and, and you were an environmentalist and all the rest of it. And some British guy, I, I believe, won this sort of the job and got to spend like a couple of years living in paradise, essentially, just minding this island. The lad on Herm didn't get that, did he? No. No, I think it was like... Here's the key. I, just keep the commandos off the coast and don't answer the door if anyone Well, knocks. I think like, I think probably up until maybe like 20 years ago or whatever, I think it was like a religious thing. Like, because it's all like 
it's all parishes and stuff over here, right? So I think yeah, yeah. the guy on Herm was probably a priest and it was right. probably like a thing that they sent you there for 10 years so that you could like get closer to God and meditate more and stuff or whatever. But now it's probably just like some dude. Yeah, here you go, Ronnie. We'll give you an iPad and uh, satellite uh, Wi-Fi thing and uh, you just fucking go over there and do whatever you want for 10 years. Just look after the place, you know. Just do. I don't even think you can garden there or anything. It's just rocks. It's just like Jeez. a like a, it's just like a yeah, it's just like a mound of what a, rocks. What a great place. Yeah, I don't know if I'd want to do that actually. I feel like I mean I don't really like people that much, but like at the same time I don't want to be that isolated. You know what I mean? Yeah, for real. Mm. I don't know. Like some people like that. Yeah. It's, it's nice to be detached from uh, you know stuff. It's like when you leave your phone somewhere for like half an hour and you're like, oh my god, I've feel like I feel free. I wonder if they just have like a lot of solar panels like for electricity and stuff like or they must have like a generator or something yeah, maybe generator. like a like a gas like generator or something cuz how the fuck would you get like all the shit over there and and how was how does plumbing work there as well? They I guess they don't have any. They probably septic just have an, stuff, an yeah. outhouse and septic tank and shit like that. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> oh, no thank you. <laughs> oh. I don't know. It's nice. It's it's it's. Uh, there's probably a solution to it all, but I, I don't know. Look, I feel some. I don't know that isolation thing, isn't it? Do you ever like get away and just have a, like a day of being pl- unplugged from technology and stuff? Is that I, something I, that you? I am seldom terrified of the idea of being unplugged from technology. Yeah, I like. Yeah. Uh, I really like being on the internet and stuff and doing things like yeah on on like the, the idea of being unplugged. I know some people. I think you know what I think. If you have uh, one of those sort of high powered jobs where like I I mean I'm not saying Mrs F has a high powered job, but she has a job where she gets met contacted all the time. So if we're out, her phone will be buzzing and she's she'll be checking messages because like the work that they're doing is 24 hours. Because if they're not doing it, someone in another office in another country is doing it and they might have a question and blah blah blah. And that's not at like a senior manager level. So if you're a senior manager and people are messaging you like, uh, "Sir, uh, did you want us to divest your portfolio in the platinum company?" Yes, you know stuff like that. You've got to answer yeah. that question 24 hours a day. You're running a huge business. I could understand why you'd want to be unplugged. That doesn't sound like fun. Like, I don't want to be unplugged because I, I want to play Dota. That's it. Yeah, that's it. No, of course, you're pacemaker as well. And you want to be like, <laughs> you want to be, yeah. I, I understand, like, wanting to get away from, like, work emails and stuff like that, obviously. Like, you know, that would be good. But, like, our jobs are not things that we need to get away from because our yeah. our jobs are so interlinked into our hobbies. Like, it's not. And it's literally, it's, it's escapism. I just play games. I mean, it's like, it's it's a yeah. great fucking job i love it so mm. like the what i want to get away from is is my kids honestly yeah have, yeah, having to look after my kids like i, I absolutely adore them obviously yeah but, but they're getting older now they're gonna be able to look after themselves oh they're, no, they're pretty good like they come home from school they've already got an idea of what they want to do they're not like yeah what do we do you know the way kids are kind of lost when they're given oh, free man. time now uh, they're like oh sweet i can finally do so and so i'm like all right it's, go for it. It, it's funny when kids get to the point where they know what they want to do but they have no idea of timings like they they don't understand like uh when an adult is ready to do something or yeah. like what an adult has in mind sort of thing so like Yesterday, I was putting my son to bed, and he's got the day off today because there's like a like an annual air show here today, oh, like cool. this afternoon. Um, Is that when they fly the single plane? 
No, around there's the a, well, I landed yesterday. <laughs> I got back from Bristol, and at the airport they had like it, it. It wasn't the Red Arrows because apparently the Red Arrows are like on a world tour or something. So we got like Romania's answer to the Red Arrows. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> or like, so like they were all parked up. There was like a like an F sixteen up there, and they wow. like. A couple of years ago, they had like a Harrier come over and like they, they have all sorts awesome. of like, yeah, yeah, they're pretty cool. And then they have some sort of like vintage planes like they had. Harrier like, jump uh, jets, man. Yeah, yeah Harrier jump cool jets, planes. really fucking cool. Yeah, yeah they're really um, cool. So they'll have like Spitfires and they have like those, um, you know, like those old like like World War II bombers and stuff. Mm. So those, those are all like parked up and stuff. And it was pretty cool. And then I got home and I was putting my son to bed and I was like, oh, well, you know, you don't have school tomorrow because the air show, we're going to go like in the afternoon to see it and stuff and he's like he's like oh yeah i'm really excited can't wait to see the planes and stuff And he's like can we play minecraft tomorrow it's like uh sure i mean like maybe you know maybe after we watch the air show we could play minecraft for a bit or something if you want to like that'd be pretty fun he's like okay great all right well good night i was like yeah okay good night so i wake up this morning i wake up this morning i go downstairs and he's just looking at me i was like oh hey you know good morning how you doing he's like can we play minecraft now what? <laughs> like, fuck, I'm yeah, just they, they fucking it, woken like, up. Now, right? I'm yeah, not yeah. fucking ready to play. I'm not fucking ready to do anything. I don't even want to talk to you. Like, I, I need coffee. <laughs> like, fucking Minecraft. Get out of here. <laughs> it's just yeah, like, they don't so understand. he's like, okay, you go have coffee and then we'll play some Minecraft. What? No, I'm not fucking playing Minecraft after coffee either. Like, later. We'll play it later He's on. Five, is he? Yeah, oh yeah. My God. So it's just like, like the, like the timing is all off. Like, they yeah, just they think don't get it. They're ready they're, to go. They're ready. You must be oh, ready. Oh, man. Yeah. And like, and, and occasionally, like, it, it's literally two minutes before we're putting him to bed, okay? Right. Like, he's got his pajamas on. He's had his teeth brushed. Everything. And like, it's the same routine every night, right? Like, we, we put his pajamas on. He brushes his teeth. <laughs> We say goodnight to like, you know, mummy and, and to his sister and stuff. And then we go upstairs and we read books and then he goes to bed, right? So he's got his pajamas on. He's, he's 25 years he's, old. He's brushed his teeth and everything. And then he's like, can we play Minecraft for a bit? No, no, we're not playing Minecraft now. Literally two minutes, you're going to bed. Like, why would we play Minecraft now? It's just... The timing is is all wrong, but like That's it's so funny. it's nice at the same time that they're so excited like about yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like I remember being a kid and being so fucking excited to play Nintendo games like whenever yeah, I could it's, and it's stuff. It's amazing. It's amazing, but like being the parent and being like sort of the uh, the denier of fun is like not always the best as well. Hey, like, here's something. You do-, do you remember? What it was like to have wobbly teeth. Yeah. Like when, when your teeth are getting wob- wiggly, wobbly teeth and they're going to yeah, fall yeah. out. Yeah. So my, my five-year-old, she just lost her first teeth, right? She lost no two way. teeth two teeth in two days. Shit. So she lost one yesterday and then she lost one today. I mean, I was like, Jesus, she got leprosy or something? But, it's you know, I can see the other ones coming through, so it's all fine. So the first one, she was brushing her teeth and it just sort of fell out. And she was like, my tooth fell out! And I'm like, geez, if that happened to me now, I'd be like, my tooth fell out! Like, I'd be horrified. But so she's super excited. She's got the tooth. She puts it under the the the, the, the pillow. And Mrs. F sneaks in and, and leaves two pounds for her, right? Uh, oh, sorry. <clears throat> the tooth fairy sneaks in and leaves two pounds for her. Good, good, good. So the very next day, she's at school. She takes a bite of an apple. She swallows a chunk of apple. And then she realizes there's blood on the apple. And she's like, oh, shit. And she feels in her mouth missing a tooth and she swallowed the tooth and she was very concerned and she was like how is the tooth fairy going to know that i lost my tooth i was like don't worry she knows like she's the tooth fairy sift knows through your yeah, feces don't you worry about it she goes through your shit with a fine tooth comb 
So oh she says, God. I'll write her a note to let her know. I was like, okay, cool. So she writes this adorable little note. I lost my tooth, T-O-O-F. Tooth, yeah. But, oh, at the end, but oh she had God. another follow-up question, which I liked. Where do you get the money? That's what she's asking the tooth fairy. <laughs> what, what's funding this tooth fairiness? Yeah. You know, where's this coming okay. from? I, I love that. So she literally asked How does it, this industry where work? do you get the money? Yeah, what's up with that? Well, you just find it. You just have oh, money. Oh, man. So, yeah, she needed to know that. I thought yeah, that my, was awesome. my, my kids have not lost teeth yet. Well, like, my youngest is way too small, but no, my, yeah, my yeah. eldest five, has not five lost is, any you, You're any getting teeth towards yet. that point. Yeah, I'll tell you what that. he did do, though. He joined football club, okay? Like, so some context here. I'm not a sporty person. Okay. Neither is my wife. Neither are any of her family. And neither are any of mine, okay? There's there's no history of being sporty in right. my entire family or hers, yeah. okay? The Lovett's family pride themselves on, on being never very doing any sport. Yeah, yeah. yeah, even remember what your grandmother said. Just imagine okay. Wayne Gretzky taking a shit, right? So the, she even the, hates, <laughs> hates people that play sports. She ah. hates sports. Like, she really, God, God bless her soul and rest in peace. She hated sports, like, with a passion. So... We've never had football on the TV in our house, ever. I don't watch it. I don't even know fucking how it works half the time. Like, I don't know, understand the leagues, nothing, okay? So he, he, so he goes to football club, and at first he's, like, a bit shy, you know? He's just like, we turn up, and there's all these tryhards wearing, like, fucking their football kit, and they got, like, cleats and shit. And he's just, like, in his school uniform because, like, we didn't even – we didn't know what to do. Like, we didn't know. it's You know, it's for five-year-olds. It's like a soccer school. Right. So we were just like, well, fuck, he just runs around all day in his school uniform. So I'm sure he can play football for an hour in his school uniform as well. Like, it doesn't matter. So we turn up and, like, this one kid's got, like, a Ronaldo shirt on. Yeah, And cool. some <laughs> other kid's got, like, a fucking – I don't even know. One of them's got, know. like, a diamond earring. They yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and they got, like, yeah. fucking sh- – like, you know, like, uh, these, like, really, like, like – crazy hairdos and stuff like that (laughs) my son just like turns up in a school uniform and he's like he's a bit apprehensive at first and he's like he's like sitting because my wife took him because i was i was away for like his first one right right so my wife took him and he's like he wasn't sure what to do and then he just sort of turns around he's like should i just go on and like kick the ball my wife's like yeah go for it so he just fucking runs on there and just starts like kicking the ball and all these like all these like try hard nerds are like, you know, trying to like practice their moves moves and stuff and he's just like going nuts like flailing his arms everywhere <laughs> kicking the ball around and stuff like that. And apparently oh, he really liked it. And then like the teacher was like, "Okay, Who's your favorite team? And like all the all the other kids were like, oh, I like, you know, Manchester United and stuff. And he was trying to like say, explain like the colors of the lines on the floor and like relating them back to teams and stuff. My son was just fucking ignoring him, just like <laughs> flailing around, kicking the ball, yelling and having a fun Minecraft. time. Yeah, Minecraft yeah. team. And it was just, it was like really nice to hear that like, you know, he just, he was just having fun. He didn't give a shit about all that other stuff, you know, like all those kids, like their dads probably took them to play football in a field when they were like two years old and they didn't even know what they were doing and stuff. And like... I don't know. It's just nice. It's like like yeah, the, the oh innocence God, of children. It's weird how how they already have this massive head start, even though he's five. In terms of football, it just shows that how early you have to get your kids involved in but stuff. In we order didn't push to him to it at all. Like we would but. never have pushed him towards that. You know what I mean? Like no. 
uh, he just came home one day and he's like, can I join football club? And we're like, I guess so. Like, if that's what you want to do. He's like, yeah, yeah, I really want to. All right. And then now, now he's in it. And he's like really looking forward to the next one as well. So it's like, okay. So I, so part of me is like really proud of him, but part of me is like miserable at the fact that I'm going to be that guy who's sitting on a fucking, the bleachers, like in the pouring rain, watching my son play football and stuff. I think a similar thing happened to me. You know, when I was a kid, I remember my dad taking me down every Saturday morning to to football, and he wasn't really into football particularly and didn't really crap give crap. But obviously I wanted to hang out with my friends, and so, you know, I went down every weekend to various places and kicked the ball around, and I don't think anything, you know, I, I, I'm not David Beckham now, am I? And, yeah, I'm sure you played football as well as a kid, P-Flex, right? No, I played you know? baseball. I played baseball. Yeah. Oh, I was living in the States, did. so I, I was in Little League. Did you did you play t-ball first? No, no, we oh, just went straight for t-ball. baseball. T-ball. So it was, so it was literally the the coach for our team was the the father of one of our friends. Like the, all the kids in the class, you know, all, all the boys, we were all sort of friends. And uh, and his dad was my friend Matthew was the uh, his dad was the coach. Every year we'd have to go for tryouts. So all the kids that want to play little league go down and you all line up like you've all registered. So you're going to get on a team. But the coaches then all sort of sit around and you have to go up and you have to hit the ball a few times. You have to throw a ball a few times and you have to run the bases and and, and do a bit of fielding. And they'll say, yeah, I want this kid. And then they'll do deals like, all right, well, if you have that kid, I'll swap him for this other kid. And, you know, it's like proper trading thing. We were all garbage. Like we were <laughs> the worst I'm well, sure I've yeah, spoken about this point. before. We were Kids the worst. Sports. And this guy so would be, bad. the moment we stepped foot on the on the pitch, he'd be like, this is one of my kids. I'm taking this kid. And everyone would be like, we don't want this kid because we're like swinging away and missing. We could barely throw the ball. Man, have but we you... were so fun. We fucking loved it. Like it was oh, the yeah, most fun. You do. Have you I'll ever? I'll give you Billy and Jimmy for that for that that chuck over there. We want. We I want. How much do you want for that that Joseph? How do you want? How much? Exactly, Come on. It was exactly Come on. like that. Yeah, it was like it's real like trading. Weird. Have you ever watched kids play basketball before? No. Holy fuck! It's infuriating. Like I understand, <laughs> I understand how people feel when they watch me play video games now. Because like I, I watched some kids play basketball, and it was like, man, I wanted to punch them all in the face. Like I was so angry. Like it's, it's not, it's, 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 it's just a difficult sport for kids to play. I think. Like I, I don't know quite why, but it, it was just really something else. But because they're small, I don't know. It's just, it was just crazy like they just could not like throw the ball hard enough to get it in the net in the first place right. trying to dribble they, they, was they just like lower, the worst surely surely they have the well yeah the even when it's lower though i guess the ball's like too heavy or something i don't know they but Maybe. like these kids were like missing you the mark suck, is that what you were showing that? i Coach, wanted to so many times sucks. Listen, I had a traumatic sporting experience when I was younger, and it put me off sports for life, oh, actually. Oh, what was it? It was a lot of pressure, okay? Similar to you, I was in um, Little League Baseball, and we sucked really bad. Well, we were so young, though. Like, we were really, really young. Um, but, so, like, I, I was, like, an outfielder, okay? And then, you know, like, when when when, when the other team is batting, you, you play in the field, and then the way this is the way baseball works if you don't know and then it's when it's your team's turn to bat everybody comes up and, and takes yeah, a turn yeah. right three strikes you're out you know most people can like hit the ball or whatever it's like little league so like you know it's it's not like impossible to to hit the ball but you yeah, know yeah. sometimes it's tricky so it was my turn to bat okay it was like right at the end of the game um we had like uh we had two outs okay 
And I needed to hit the ball and at least get on base or if not, like just crank it and get a home run and we would have right. won the game. Okay. So a lot of pressure. Right. I have no idea of anything. I was like really said, aware so. of the pressure that was put onto me. I was young at the time, <laughs> but I knew that like it was up to me to win the game. Right. So I get up to the plate. I'm nervous as shit and there's a lot of pressure. Okay. And I'm young, really young. And we the get guy, it. You're young. The guy, the guy pitches. And and I missed, so it was a strike. And I'm getting frustrated because of all this pressure. And, of course, I'm young as well. Yeah. Um, pitches again, another strike. And, and at this point, I'm like, all right. You the know, 0-2 count, the worst it's got, count. It's got to it's gotta, it's gotta be this time, okay? So, like, I put my all into it. I'm, like, concentrating. I'm nervous, okay? Sweating. I, like, barfed a little bit in my mouth. I'm young as hell. Yeah. <laughs> pitches. <laughs> Strike three, I was out. Fuck, I was so devastated. I cried. I was like actually crying. I was so fucking like upset about it. Let the you whole did, team you had down. Paul Gascoigne. Didn't all over win. That. Yeah. And then that was the last time I played sports when I was a kid. I never wow. played sports ever again. That's that's terrible. I, I, In your I life. Put the, you know what? That's bad coaching. Instead, bad coaching. Instead, I just smoked cigarettes all throughout my childhood and all into my. My that really 20s. messed you up by the sounds. I thing. can imagine yeah. him smoking cigarettes a couple of years down the line. Hey, Chris, didn't you used to play baseball? Yeah, man, it's all politics. Just politics. That's why I never made it. <laughs> Fucking. <laughs> Fucking politics. Man, Fucking sounds politics, like you were really man. stressed out by that. You, what I you should have done was go on a nice, tranquil holiday to somewhere like... Yeah, I could have. Like hemp. Whatever it's called. Hemp. Herm. Sock. Heck. Hemp. Herm. Herm. Yeah, um, go to Herm. Jethu. Oh, I could have gone to right? Jethu instead, actually. <laughs> Would have been yeah, better. Go, and just, you know, unplug, you know, de-stress, relax. He was relax. probably you, like eight years old. He doesn't need to I unplug. I was like eight years old. I know, yeah. but I can imagine him like really stressed out though and like smoking oh, behind son, the bike sorry shed. to hear about that. You know, maybe next time. Is there anything we could do to cheer you up? You know what, Minecraft? Dad? Can we go to can we go to Jethu just for like two weeks? Can you just get me a ticket? I'll go by Minecraft? myself. I'm eight years old. I just need some time. That honestly, myself. that is that is just bad coaching. The coach should have been able to to take you aside and explain. Yeah. Look, don't Did, worry. Do you remember the term "good eye"? Was that a term that was used in baseball? I don't with you remember. Guys? Good eye, Ted. Good eye. Like if you if you hit the Does ball. Does it mean when you when you leave one, like it's it's not no, it's not like, going to be a strike. You leave it for a ball and you sort of let no, it go. No, good part. eye was like if you could hit the ball, but like it could also be used to like if you caught if you ca caught the ball, which was not something that happened very often in little league. You know, I remember it always... jumped up. I was I was fielding a ground ball. It got past the first baseman and it it, it was it bounced off a rock and hit me flush in the nose. Shit. I remember that really, really well. And all the blood and my mum rushing onto the field and then have, have to say, you can't just rush on and all the rest of it. And Yeah. Yeah, I remember that really Lewis, well. Lewis, have, have you ever heard of T-ball? What the fuck is okay, that? Okay, T-ball is the precursor for sounds like, like a shit softball or like Little League <laughs> baseball, okay? So, you know, like, um, you know, when you golf and you get like a little tee and you put and you put the ball on mm -hmm. it, T-ball is, is baseball, but instead of somebody throwing the ball, like pitching the ball to you for you to hit it, there's just like this gigantic rubber tee that you put on like the home plate and you rest the ball on the tee and you hit it. It's like, it's it's for when you're super small, like four or five years old sort of oh, thing. That sounds kind of cool. Yeah, it's it it's really fun. fucking cool, actually. But like, <laughs> it's hilarious because even though... It's it's all there ready for you to to like slam it really hard. 
kids' hand-eye coordination is not great, right? So yeah. more often than not, people would just like hit the tee and it was like rubber and it would just like flop around everywhere and the ball would just like <laughs> depressingly fall off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, Fucking I, I don't know, like... I don't know. It's 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 funny that, isn't it? That's that's. I guess I I want my games to be more mentally stimulating. I guess. I mean, there is some of that in in. There's some strategy in football or team team sports, definitely. But it's it's less strategy and more. You need to sort of fill your role. You need to be more of a, a cog in the machine. You're saying that you're too clever for sport. That's what you're saying. You're too clever. I think I found I'm, it very boring. I, I always think I was too clever to play sport. New not not massages, quite Bobby Fischer, but not brain. quite Michael Jordan either. I'm somewhere firmly in between. Uh, I like chess, but it's but like I going to the gym, right? Also like, like golf. Uh, I, 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 I found that that very, very boring. Like jogging or, or cycling. Like unless I was, I guess I've been conditioned to unless I'm listening to an audio book or doing something. I feel I just get so fucking yeah, bored. Yeah, I get with bored it. real easy. Really. So, and, and it was the same when I remember running around the football pitch. I was just sat there fucking bored, waiting for something to happen, like waiting for my turn to 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 kick the ball, and you know that would happen occasionally, but only yeah. for a few seconds every. You know, every five minutes. I think if you're going to exercise, though, I think exercising outside is, oh, is better. Yeah. Like, every time I've been to a gym, I find the equipment is not great. Like, it's, it's, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just such a weird thing, isn't it? Running on a treadmill or, like, going on an exercise yeah. bike. Well, like, that, it, it yeah. doesn't feel like... I don't know. You don't feel like the same as like if you go on a pedal bike and yeah. bike outside for an hour. You know, like you, you, you feel, feel like you're doing something out. You, you feel like you're sort of making something of. Uh, uh, but I think the fresh the air world, helps you know? too. You know, yeah, like for I, real. it's it's just such a strange thing. Like I I need to exercise more. Like I don't exercise at all right now. Same. I was Starting I was doing couch to five k and then. I had to stop and then I sort of haven't taken it back up again. And I yeah. find myself making excuses like. I live really close to a bike track, though, so I'm going to buy a bike and, like, try to bike, like, every day, just, like, you know, the length of the island or something. Well, here's the thing. I think that doing exercise, the thing I've noticed definitely is that you feel better, you feel happier, you feel like yeah, it, yeah, it is sure. good to yeah. do. Um, but, yeah, I, I recommend getting some audiobooks that are good and just giving it a go because – and so the rule I had was that I only could listen to, like, this audiobook when I was – Cycling, oh, that's good. Right? So that's pretty good. That way, like, I was like, oh, I really want to read the next chapter of this, but I have to go cycling to do it. And that was a really good motivation. That's a good motivator. Yeah, in summer, that was really good. I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, how much? So I have like that? a half an hour walk back and forth to work at the moment, and I'm I'm doing. I'm going through some like trying to learn basic Japanese stuff, so I'm not completely inept when I'm in Japan. No, that's oh, a yeah. good idea. I think, I've like, so far learned like Konnichiwa. literally hello and yeah. And, I think uh, it, like, they say that you have to do a like. Like 30 minutes of like fairly vigorous exercise three times a week. And then in between that, just have like, like your, like your, your half hour walk, like into the office or whatever, like you, you pad out the rest of your week with that. But like, I don't know what to do, like vigorous exercise wise. So that's why I think oh, like, I can, I'll I can get think a, of something. I'll get like, yeah, a, I can think of something. I'll get like a, a bike Wanking. or like your, 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 your mom me, or something. Me and, <laughs> me and Ted Cruz finally have something in common. I mean, the thing is, I've, ne I've never, I I've noticed if you ever look at internet porn, it says like share this on Facebook. And I'm always thinking one day I'm going to click that by mistake. And obviously Ted Cruz was looking at some porn and accidentally clicked on tweet that you liked this smutty video or re he retweeted some, some porn. 
And uh, I, I thought it was pretty funny. I thought if he'd just come out and yeah. said, hey, everybody does it, but he's been very much against it, apparently. Like, he's, he's yeah. very hypocritically said, don't touch your pee-pee. Don't ever right. touch your pee-pee. Or anyone else's. That yeah, matter. that's basically his angle. Don't touch well, the pee pee yeah. is untouched. Yeah, if you need to have a pee pee, you need to use a pair of salad tongs. tongs. I, was, uh, I mean, the thing is, like nowadays, uh, like <laughs> I, most people do touch their pee pees, right? Like it's yeah, it's fairly it's fairly well known that like people. Well, this is why I don't shake hands with anyone. Do it, yeah. <laughs> you know. So fist bumps all the way. Fist bumps, yeah. I guess I just dick bump. <laughs> Nice. Same, same bacteria, just <laughs> yeah. bump it yeah. out. Boom. That's a good idea. You, you know, uh, a long time ago, uh, when I when I was a confused young man, I must have been about twelve or thirteen years of age. Um, I, I got into religion a little bit, okay? Because right. I was lo I was looking for something. You know, my parents were divorced. I was kind of lost and everything. And uh, and they're predatory. Those religious types. You know, they'll pounce on you. They'll they sense weakness. They're like sharks. They'll circle around <laughs> you. And, <laughs> They, they pounced and they converted me to their uh, their religion. And I was sort of trying to get into it. And I was struggling with a lot of it. Uh, they didn't believe in dinosaurs. It was a big one for me because, you know, I love dinosaurs. And then we were at this uh, this Christian camp I used to go to um, called Harvest Festival or Spring Festival. One of the two. I think it was Harvest I love Festival. How that's the, I love how that's the breaking <laughs> yeah, point for like, you. Yeah, I was like, dinosaurs well. like, weren't real? Excuse me? Don't you, have, <laughs> you don't have dinosaurs in your religion. That I'm out. sounds kind of shitty. Right, so that was, that was bad. It wasn't enough to break me, but I was questioning it in a major way. They were all anti-evolution, all that kind of stuff. And I was like, really? You, you think fossils are... They think, like, the guys that we were talking to, they were like, oh, no, God put them there to test us. I was like, that's a that's a pretty stupid test. Like, why not just tell us? I like how you're, like, a, you're like a, doing, like, a young interview. Like, can you play Minecraft in your religion? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Is, is the tooth fairy real? Oh, oh, okay. Well, good. I mean, this is this is ticking all my boxes. All right, you got tooth fairy. Iron? You got tooth fairy, yeah. yeah. Dude, seriously... People seriously not believe in dinosaurs? Is yeah, this a dude, thing? Yeah, seriously. Yeah, yeah, of course. Fuck. So me. anyway, yeah, they believe a, that God like put the fossils there. Some of to... them do. Some of them oh, do. Some of them don't. But fuck's anyway. Sake. Anyway, what fucking here's, the, here's, hope here's is where there it got really weird. Here's where it got race. really weird. All right, we're at this camp, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this guy, like this counselor guy, this real real Christian guy, takes a bunch of us sort of slightly older kids over to one side. He's like, right, it's time for us to have a private chat. Right. Um, we need to talk about something. Some of you may have been uh, exploring the bodies that God gave you, and obviously that's you know that's fine and everything. But what you mustn't do is is pleasure yourself. It, it's sinful. And I was what? like, hold on a sec. I was like, hands straight up. I was like, you're talking about masturbation. You're telling us we can't do that. I was like, that's ridiculous. I'm out. Like that was me done with religion right there. I was like, this is the if, if God invented this You just raise your arms in the, the air and you just turn around and you're like, I was like, I'm out. Listen, I could take the dinosaurs. I'm okay with Father Christmas not being real, but you're trying to tell me that I can't yeah. stop my pickle. I was well, like, you ain't I'm taking this away. With you. So I was out. Jesus was could go down. fuck himself. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't blame you, man. Like, I think it's pretty natural to just like. I mean, it's the best fucking invention of all time. Jerky gherkin, yeah. It's free. You don't need anyone there, and it's yeah. it's great fun. Like, how are you telling me that's sinful? Give me a fucking break. What next? Nintendo's evil, huh? No more, no more Nintendo. Sex is evil. Hard drugs are illegal. That Come said, on. like you know, God, everything in moderation. And I, I think that that too much of these. Too he much, never says well, that. I, I, I've told you the about Ten Commandments. One yeah. of the Ten Commandments isn't everything in moderation. Yeah. The Ten Commandments is you ain't you ain't gonna do so and so. And I'm pretty sure if he had time, one of the commandments would have been no jerking it. Don't do that. Yeah. And I, I, people they would never assault. That's why they cut it down to twelve or ten or whatever the commandments is. If they'd gone with fifteen commandments, one of them would have been you're not allowed to touch your PP anymore, 
And don't shake hands with other people. People would have been like, I'm out. For, I mean, for unrelated religious reasons, not re- non-religious reasons, though, I've I've not been, I've been, well, I haven't been like fully no fap, but pretty much like for the last like, year. And yeah, it's but been, you probably like, read an article good. about how it's bad for you. I read yeah. that article yeah, on Vice. There was one on Vice saying, if you want to be more productive, stop doing that. I was like, I don't yeah. want to be more productive. So No, boom. I'm quite happy just like fluffing myself all the time, actually. So. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay uh, uh yeah it's it's a tricky subject to talk about isn't it but no yeah well, well I mean, on only the for the people who are yes. abstaining and thinking shit maybe i'm missing out that's what you're thinking now you're so thinking what, shit so what what are your reasons for abstaining then lewis you want to be more productive is that it no, i just like i just like saving it up for uh for <laughs> rainy day just <laughs> oh, wait, I know what it is. You think it's so it valuable. You're like, I can't waste this seed. This is the seed of Lewis Brindley. It's worth too much. You may as well Man, spill it, a load of diamonds the thing down the drain. Is, it, just, it needs to be released, though. Like You, you can't, can't, you can't it's store good for it up. You. Yeah, God. If it well, doesn't get I used, like, it, they don't, it doesn't get put in a special storage compartment in your you balls. in the end. Like, you know those guys that turn up to work with an Uzi and mow everyone down? It's because they stored up too much seed. Like, I think, like, <laughs> I think if they didn't do that. <laughs> the sperm were running the show. If you looked in their brain, it's just sperm swimming I around. don't know anyone who doesn't occasionally, you know, give, give it the old... Go on. The old... Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think everyone is. You know, all these religious people—they're doing it all, all the time. Everyone is. They can't fucking help themselves. Like you know, women are doing it all well, the time. Well, that's it's a natural thing. It's a it's a drive. It's a natural drive, isn't it? You have to like somehow get the release, right? So like you know, they they're telling you that they don't do it, but they're definitely doing. Of course, it. they're fucking doing it. They have to I think be that, doing it. But I, I think it, I don't think it is like well. Mm, I think we we've got a, a a change though, like in terms of like from from porn. Like a lot of people, it used to be the problem was that people couldn't couldn't get it up or whatever, or they yeah. that was the big thing before, right? Like as a stimulant kind of thing. Well, I don't know. Like I guess mm, I don't know. Any, pff, I, okay, we're gonna we're gonna we go down a weird path, and I will. We, I will and stop this is how we end every path. podcast. By the way, <laughs> I know, this conversation we're talking about wagging. Uh, it's so it is, always comes back around. We to always, this. it's like our Hitler. We don't we don't talk about you know we don't come back to Hitler. I just come all back I, to, look. All I'm doing is I'm thinking of a topic that's relatable to the greatest number of people out there listening to the Trifles podcast, and I yeah. just want them to know you're not alone. No, you're not. I mean, you certainly is are it not. Your, is it your way of de-stressing? Is that the thing? You don't want to go to Herm. You want to just, you know, rub I, one I, out. That's, that's, what I, that's what I refer to it as. Going to Herm. I'm going to uh, <laughs> take a trip to Herm. See you guys in a bit. <laughs> I'm going to... Their cars are Heading not Heading to Jetu. Back in a while. Whatever it's yeah, called. Yeah, yeah. Jetu, I think it is. Yeah. Oh, my God. There you go. Well, that's that's the end of the podcast. That, yeah. Was a was a podcast. It was. That was an podcast. Congrats. It really was one. Yeah, indeed. Another one. Another one in the bag for Team Triforce. God damn. Yeah. See you next I time. Hope you enjoyed it. Thanks everyone. Fuckers. Bye. Thanks for listening. Peace. Goodbye. Yeah,